Welcome to the Stirring Hearts Podcast. My name is Lori Adams, and I'll be your host. I'm a wife, mom, and mima to four little angels. You know, in all the years that I've been in ministry, ministering to women has truly been my passion. The Lord has given me a heart to inspire, encourage, and impact women just like you. The Stirring Hearts Podcast is designed to stir up your heart into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus, the lover of your soul, not to stir your emotions, but to stir the spirit of God that dwells inside you. And by doing so, we will learn to live out the greatest commandment given to us by Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. My prayer is that your hunger for Jesus will go stronger every time you listen to this podcast. So join me today, sisters, as we stir our hearts for personal revival. Well, hey, sweet sister, welcome to episode four of the Stirring Hearts podcast. I am so very glad that you are here. Let me just start off by thanking each one of you for your love, support, and encouragement on this journey of podcasting. It truly has been such a blessing to me. You know, my heart's desire through this all is for the Lord to produce an eternal harvest that will impact generations. Now, with that said, one way that we can reach more women is by leaving a review. So if this podcast has been a blessing to you in some small way, I would just humbly ask that if you could do that for me and just leave a review. This is a way that we can widen our audience. Also, if you've not yet connected with me on my website, I would love for you to do so. I have blog posts there as well as all the Stirring Heart podcasts are located there as well. The website is www.stirringhearts.org. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. The links will be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. The title of today's podcast is Jesus, Our Living Hope. Now, I must tell you that I am a positive kind of person by nature. I tend to look at the positive rather than the negative, glass half full kind of gal. I love to laugh and find joy as much as possible. It just seems to be the disposition that I was born with. Now, I got to tell you that growing up, my grandfather gave all of his grandchildren nicknames. That's what he called us by. Rarely did I ever hear him call me by my first name, Lori. And if he did, it was strange because he never did it. Well, my grandfather's nickname for me was Smiley. (laughs) Yes, Smiley. Well, he told me that from the minute I was born, all I did was smile. So Smiley it was. And it has stuck with me all of these years. Well, maybe you're like me and you have the same kind of disposition. You see the glass half full. Oh, we're given some lemons, we're gonna make us some lemonade. Or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe your natural disposition is to see the negative right away. You struggle to see the good in any situation. Glass half empty kind of person. Well, either way, there's no doubt that we all have a natural bend towards one way or the other positive or negative, hopeless 
or hope-filled. With all that said, this is where our main stirring scripture will come in today. I, I got to tell you that this is by far one of my most favorite verses in all the Bible. I'm actually going to read it to you in two different translations. The first is in the New Living Translation, and the second is in the Passion Translation, which I consider more of a narrative or commentary style of translation. Okay, here we go. Romans 15, 13. This is the New Living Translation. It says it this way. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, Romans fifteen thirteen. now the Passion Translation. It says it this way. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. Oh my goodness. I mean, just reading these words, I am filled with hope and joy. See, these aren't just powerful, hope-filled words Paul is speaking. It's a prayer for the people to whom he is speaking. Listen to this quote about this verse and prayer. Hope is the focus in this prayer that the God of hope would cause them to overflow with hope. But Paul does not directly pray for hope. Rather, he prays for what will produce hope within them. This was Paul's prayer for them. And this is my prayer for us today. All right, let's begin to break down this scripture, this prayer, because there is a lot here for us to see. And Lord willing, our eyes will be opened and our hearts filled and stirred with this eternal and living hope. The first thing to point out is who God is in all of this, because he is the starting point. The New Living Translation tells us that he is the source. It says, I pray that God, the source of hope. I mean, let that linger for a minute. God is the source. This matters, especially as we continue with the rest of the verse. All right, let's have a working definition of the word source as we move forward. Here it is. Source is a place, person, or thing which something comes or can be obtained. A source is a supplier of something that we cannot produce on our own. Here are some synonyms for the word source. Origin, birthplace, root, genesis, originator, creator. <laughs> I think you get the picture, right? See, in this context, the source matters. Everything else in this verse comes because of the original source. If we don't get that, sister, the rest of the verse does not matter. Listen to what Romans 11.36 says. Everything comes from God. <laughs> Everything exists by his 
power, and everything is intended for his glory. I think that sums it up pretty quickly. All right. Now, the Passion Translation actually uses the words inspiration and fountain of hope. It says it this way. Now, may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope. All right. I'm a visual person, so my mind's eye can immediately see a fountain. All right, here's the thing. Yes, I see a fountain of water, you know, kind of like the ones that you would throw your coins into as you made a wish, right? But the truth is, for some reason, I also see a fountain of chocolate. (laughs) Can I get an amen? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It has several tiers, and there's an unending flow of chocolate. It just keeps going and going. It is awesome. But in all seriousness, What I'm wanting you to see with this visual is its unending flow. It never stops. God is the source, the beginning, the creator, and the originator of our hope. And if we are plugged into that source, this scripture and prayer can impact every single day of our lives. Now, unfortunately, we do live in a fallen world, and our hope can get drained pretty quickly. Things can start to look bleak, uncertain, and not so hopeful. I mean, let's just take the last few years, for instance. I don't think anybody could have predicted what we would go through. We are still, in many ways, reeling from it. But... But if you are a child of God, this world is not your source. And the hope we have does not come from this world or anything or anyone in this world. Sister, this is another great place for a big fat amen. So like everything else in our relationship with Jesus, he has a part And we have a part that is relationship. And if the Lord God is our source, our part must be to plug into that source every single day. It's in that place, at that source, that we develop and grow in our faith and in our trust. Listen to this quote. God is your source the perfect and on-time source for everything you could ever need or want. But you have to receive him as your one and only source by faith. The word of God will renew your mind, feed your faith, and get you where you need to be to receive the supply God has for you. If you allow it, God will be your source for everything you need. End of quote. The byproduct from our growing faith and trust is peace and joy. The Passion Translation calls it perfect peace and uncontainable joy. Well, I don't know about you, but that sounds very appealing to me. Listen, sister, do you see the rhythm in this so far, what we've gone over? Okay, God is our source for everything. We plug into that source every single day, and as we do, 
our faith and trust, well, they begin to grow and develop. And as that happens, we have a supernatural peace and joy, and we also have everything that we need. Now, the question is, what does it actually look like to be plugged into that source? Well, let's look at an example from the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah states the result when one places their confidence in God as their source. All right. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says this, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. I mean, this is a beautiful picture of having all that we need to grow and to flourish because of God, our perfect source. I mean, I can almost hear the water trickling down in this scene. These are people who have put their hope and trust in the one true source. And when seasons of heat and drought or trials and sorrows come, they are not bothered because their roots reach deep into the water, the source, and they never, ever stop producing fruit. I mean, it's easy to see why there is peace and joy. Okay, this seems like it should be enough, but no, it is just like the Lord to give us more. Here's how our verse continues in Romans 15, 13. The New Living says it this way, then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Passion says it this way, and may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. We can see that everything that is accomplished here is by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not something that we can produce or accomplish in our own strength. Remember the part of our earlier definition of the word source? A source is a supplier of something that we cannot produce on our own. You can also see that there is an overflow here. It's not just for us and our own personal life. You get the sense that this overflow impacts those around us. Our verse in Jeremiah tells us that these trees or people never stop producing fruit. Well, the fruit isn't for the trees, right? You don't ever see trees eating their own fruit. No, it's for others to enjoy and benefit from. As we are plugged into and planted by the source of all hope, our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit can overflow with confident hope and radiate hope. Therefore, giving people around us a glimpse of that hope, and it should all point to the one true source who gave us our hope, and that hope is Jesus. <laughs> See, we aren't just displaying hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. We are revealing who hope is. Sister, hope has a name 
and his name is Jesus. Truth be told, we could end the podcast right there, but we're not going to do that. We're going to go on just a little bit more. Now, in Paul's letter to Timothy, he starts his letter off by revealing this hope. 1 Timothy 1.1 says this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of our God and Savior and of Christ Jesus, who is our hope. Titus 2.13 says, for we continue to look forward to the joyful fulfillment of our hope in the dawning splendor of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus, the Anointed One. This hope, Jesus, lives within us through the Holy Spirit. It's a hope that looks forward to with great anticipation And it's all wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. He encompasses it all. I mean, we certainly have this hope now. Of course we do, even in the midst of this chaotic world. But the greater hope is coming with the return of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, for this is the hope of our salvation. So as we traverse through life, we do it by faith and in trust. Again, all fueled and empowered by the Holy Spirit, because it is not yet seen. This is where faith and trust come in. Now, I mentioned to you in my very first podcast that I have four grandchildren. They are such blessings in my life. When my daughter became pregnant with our very first grandchild, I mean, the excitement was almost too much to bear. The anticipation of his arrival was overwhelming. I mean, I could hardly wait to see his face and hold him in my arms. Even though I could not yet see him, oh, I knew he was coming and I would eventually get to see him and he would make his grand entrance. I held on to that hope daily, knowing that I would see him. Now, that is just a very simple way of explaining how we look forward to the return of Jesus, the anticipation, the excitement, the day when we will see him face to face. We don't see anything now, but we know that he will return. Listen to what Romans eight twenty four through 25 says. For this is the hope of our salvation. But hope means that we must trust and wait for what is still unseen. For why would we need to hope for something we already have? So because our hope is set on what is yet to be seen, we patiently keep on waiting for its fulfillment. Jesus is our hope. And Jesus is the hope we have. He is both. That is supernatural. And it's in this context that we circle back to our original scripture and prayer. Romans 15, 13. Here is the way it really breaks down for us all. As we put faith and trust in God, the source of it all, we become empowered by the Holy Spirit to overflow with hope we have in and through Jesus. And as that happens, 
we are filled to overflowing with perfect peace and uncontainable joy that radiates to those around us. Sister, we are meant to be beacons of light. The light that comes from God, our one true source, not hiding under a table somewhere, but living in such a way to display the beauty of the gospel and the hope we have in Jesus and because of Jesus. The more time you spend with him, the more you become like him. So this hope that you radiate to others, it's not of your own doing. It's work that's done in and through you by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is good news. I mean, do you have or know anyone around you that needs this hope? (laughs) I do. They're all over the place. People are hurting, lost, broken, and lonely, and in need of hope. You and I know that hope. We are in relationship with that hope. So, my challenge to you this week is to pray And ask the Lord to show you who is in your circle of influence that needs to see this hope in you. How the fruit you bear can benefit those around you. Sister, let your heart stay tethered to Jesus. And as you do, you will overflow with confident hope, perfect peace, and uncontainable joy. And as you do that, You can't help but be a beacon of light and hope for this very dark world. And it all points to Jesus, our eternal and living hope. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. How life-giving and hope-filled it really is. But more than that, Lord, thank you for Jesus, our living hope our eternal hope. I pray for the sister listening to this podcast that her heart has been stirred to truly see this hope in Jesus. May she plant herself at the one true source and produce fruit that not only impacts her life, but those around her. Holy Spirit, would you fill her to overflowing that she may be a beacon of light and radiate perfect peace and uncontainable joy, all for your glory. And it's in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Well, that's all for today. Thanks so much for being here. I pray the Holy Spirit has truly stirred your heart and the intimacy between you and Jesus has grown deeper. Be sure to follow and download the Stirring Hearts podcast so you never miss an episode. We drop a new episode every week. You can also leave a review, which helps this podcast reach more women. And make sure to connect with me on social media and my website. The links are located in the show notes. May the Lord bless you and stir your heart as you diligently seek and love him. And remember, sister, you are never alone and we are always better together.